Welcome to the Monday Morning Memory Wipe. I'm your host, Craig Price, and it's time to comb through the clutter and identify what you need to know so you can delete the rest and start your week with a clean slate. Before we start, let me remind you to subscribe to the YouTube playlist at Stolen Droids, click the bell for notifications, and follow Memory Wipe on Twitter. Also, if you have something to say, contribute, or just to drop a happy note, we're morningmemorywipe at gmail.com. Now let's get to priority one. Scary news from across the pond as septuagenarian megastar Harrison Ford injured himself on the set of Indiana Jones 5. Seems the action hero hurt his shoulder rehearsing a fight scene and that has put the production in a tough spot. Disney issued a statement. In the course of rehearsing for a fight scene, Harrison Ford sustained an injury involving his shoulder. Production will continue while the appropriate course of treatment is evaluated and the filming schedule will be reconfigured as needed in the coming weeks. Director James Mangold will shoot around Ford for now, but seeing that it was during a rehearsal and a shoulder, I wouldn't expect it to be too serious an injury. Ford has faced injuries before, suffering a broken leg caused by a hydraulic door in a freak accident on the set of the Millennium Falcon while reprising Han Solo in Star Wars The Force Awakens. And of course he herniated a disc while filming Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, which required emergency surgery and stunt double Vic Armstrong to do many of Ford's stunts. But remember, at 78, Ford is in better shape than most of us as we saw in Call of the Wild. The fifth Indiana Jones movie is due to hit theaters July 29th, 2022, two weeks after his 80th birthday. Lots of comings and goings. Coming? Disney's found their live-action Snow White and Rachel Zegler, the leading lady of Steven Spielberg's West Side Story. The new film will expand upon the story and music from Disney's inaugural feature, with La La Land and the greatest showman's duo Benj Pasek and Justin Paul writing new songs for the movie. You can see Zegler in West Side Story this Christmas, and she is currently filming a role alongside Zachary Levi's in Shazam! Fury of the Gods. AMC has greenlit an interview with a vampire series, the cable network has ordered an eight-part series based on the Anne Rice book, which comes after the network acquired the rights to 18 of Rice's books last year. The film focused on two vampires, Lestat and Louis, chronicling their time together and their turning of 10-year-old Claudia into a vampire, all framed by a present-day interview in which Louis tells his story to a San Francisco reporter, thus the title. The series will launch on AMC and its sister streamer AMC Plus in 2022. A prequel announcement led to some online drama as the CW is reportedly developing The Winchesters, a supernatural prequel that will bring back star Jensen Ackles as Dean Winchester in a narrator role. The series will focus on Dean and Sam Winchester's parents, John and Mary. This is the epic untold love story of how John met Mary and how they put it all on the line to not only save their love, but the entire world. The drama came when Jensen's Supernatural co-star Jared Padalecki surprised many with a tweet congratulating Ackles but pointed out that this was the first he'd heard anything about this. Dude. Happy for you. Wish I heard about this some way other than Twitter. I'm excited to watch, but bummed that Sam Winchester had no involvement whatsoever. Fans thought he was joking, but he explained that he wasn't. This is the first I heard of it. I'm gutted. As the week wore on, it looked like things between the Winchesters were patched up as Jared posted, Jensen Ackles and I had a great talk, as we often do, and things are good. The show's early in the process with miles to go. We've traveled a lot of roads together, and sometimes those damn roads have bumps. Bumps don't stop us. Once brothers, always brothers. Hashtag SPN family. After being delayed from last year due to coronavirus concerns, the stage play Batman Ninja The Show will debut this October in Theater Mixa in Ikebukuro, Tokyo. The story will follow the same plot as the 2018 anime movie, known in Japan as Ninja Batman, and follows the Dark Knight as he tries to stop Gorilla Grodd from using his latest invention, a time machine. During the fight, the Cape Crusader and several of his rogues galleries of villains are thrown through time and space from modern-day Gotham City to Japan during the Sengoku period. Upon their arrival, the villains waste no time becoming feudal lords and taking over territory in an effort to outdo each other. Without the aid of his advanced weapons and tech, it's up to Batman to put a stop to Joker's plans before time is altered irreparably. 
Due to the high volume of performances scheduled for the show, four different casts will rotate between each performance. There are several giveaways for ticket holders, but no news if the production will leave Japan for other venues. The show is scheduled to run between October 1st and December 5th. In the goings department, NBC canceled their missing plane drama manifest, and Netflix also passed on picking up where NBC left off, leaving the show officially without a home, and lots of unanswered questions and unresolved season 3 finale cliffhangers. Manifest centered around a commercial airplane that mysteriously disappears only to reappear five years later. While no time has passed for those on board, the world has gone on without them, and new mysteries unfold for the passengers as they seek to find answers as to how and why their plane disappeared years ago. I guess we'll never know now. In slightly better bad news, the anxiously awaited Dune has been pushed back, but thankfully only three weeks from October 1st to October 22nd. It's part of Warner Brothers' fall schedule reshuffle where several projects were moved to dates where their competition wouldn't be as fierce. Dune will still have its world premiere at the Venice Film Festival, and will also be released in theaters in 3D and IMAX, as well as HBO Max. And our last going is the end of an era. Conan O'Brien ended his 28th career as a late-night talk show host. Conan was a surprise pick to replace David Letterman on The Late Show when Letterman went to CBS after losing out to Jay Leno for Johnny Carson's Tonight Show hosting job. It seemed only fitting that Jay Leno would also screw Conan out of his Tonight Show gig by semi-retiring only to come back with basically The Tonight Show at 10 o'clock. After a few months, NBC was intending to move Jay Leno from prime time back to his original time slot at 11.35 p.m. with O'Brien shows starting shortly after midnight. After two weeks of negotiations, NBC announced that they had paid $45 million to buy out Conan O'Brien's contract, ending both his tenure as host as well as his relationship with NBC after 22 years. Conan then went out on the road, toured for two months, and landed a gig with TBS. But have no fear, Conan will be leaving his talk show to spend time on his new weekly variety series for HBO Max, and he will continue to create his Conan Without Borders travel specials. We'll be right back. Tracy and Troy Mangum, brother versus brother. But we're going with brother and brother when we recast the Boondock Saints this Tuesday, June 29th at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to head over to matineeheroes.com slash castoff to find your favorite video stream, or you can wait and listen to the results every Thursday on the Matinee Heroes podcast. Last week has come and gone, and tomorrow is just another day, but let us look forward as we optimize the week ahead. Today is June 28th. It's International Caplocks Day, a day your parents have been celebrating every day. Wait until Emoji Day happens in July. That'll be some awkward text for mom, I'm sure. Birthdays include comedic genius Mel Brooks and supervillain Elon Musk. Tuesday, June 29th is National Waffle Iron Day. Not National Waffle Day, but Waffle Iron Day. So go out, buy a waffle iron, use it a couple times, and then store it in the kitchen cabinets never to be used again. Birthdays include SNL head writer and Weekend Update host Colin Jost and Critical Role DM Matt Mercer. Wednesday, June 30th is Social Media Day. So go on social media like you do every day. I don't know, tweet something. Birthdays include a couple of Athletic Michaels, heavyweight champ and ear chewer Mike Tyson, and Olympic wonderkind Michael Phelps. Thursday is July 1st, American Zoo Day. Celebrate some of the great American accredited zoos who strive to educate and conserve the great animals of the world. Birthdays include Ghostbuster and vodka distributor Dan Aykroyd and Brooklyn Nine-Nine's Andre Brower. Friday, July 2nd is Drive Your Corvette to Work Day because in this wildly fair and just economic system, we all have Corvettes, right? you and f your Corvette. Birthdays include Suicide Squad's Margot Robbie and Bernie Sanders impersonated Larry David. Saturday, July 3rd is National Independent Beer Run Day. 
Go to your local micro or craft brewery and load up on some unique ales and support small businesses in your area. Birthdays include megastar Tom Cruise and The Conjuring's Patrick Wilson. Sunday is July 4th, Independence Day in the States, a day to look back and thank our forefathers that were no longer British. It's also National Barbecue Day, so celebrate our country with brisket, hamburgers, and whatever other foods cause gout and heart attacks. It's the American way. Celebrating a birthday, Post Malone, proving the adage that you can't get work with your face tattooed is something people who can't rap have to suffer with. We'll be right back with the meme of the week. The Twittersphere was aflutter with news of a real-life green goblin flying through New York City. A tweet saying, oh nothing, just a dude flying around New York City, had hashtag Green Goblin trending and people posting. Just a dude? Is that not the Green Goblin? So we're just going to kick back while the next Green Goblin is training? Someone better step up and let yourself be bitten by a spider real quick. The fact that he isn't dressed as the Green Goblin was a whole missed opportunity. But when some people had to make this into a Karen situation, complaining about the legality, this tweet summed it up. Just realize you're one of those dweebs that would complain about Spider-Man leaving his webs all over the city without some sort of plan to compensate sanitation workers. And that makes the Green Goblin in New York City the meme of the week. That concludes this week's Memory Wipe. We'll be taking a few weeks off for the holiday and for travel as I go to Comic Palooza in Houston. We're going to use the time off to retool the show, change up some of the format, and we'd love to hear your suggestions. Send your emails to morningmemorywipe at gmail.com. Please subscribe to the show on YouTube. Click the bell icon and get notified when we have a new show every Monday morning. Look for the audio version of the show on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcatchers. Follow us on Twitter at MemoryWipe and Instagram at MorningMemoryWipe. Thanks for watching, and as always, if we didn't talk about it, you don't need to remember it. <laughs>